First off, I'd like to say congratulations. You are in at the beginning of something amazing. I'm about to show you something that's amazing. You guys want to see something amazing? Yes, I want to see something amazing. Yeah. What is it? So amazing. Amazing. Whoa, amazing! What are you waiting for? I don't know. Something amazing, I guess. This week on Something, something amazing. amazing. Are you feeling bad about some of your body parts? Never fear, the ancient Greeks are here to make you feel better. People from all over the world are sending emails to trees. Why? I'll tell you. A car you know and love almost had the worst name possible. And an update on lab-grown meat. You can even try a steak now. Yum, yum, yum. Also, we have some mailbag Dave and Paul coming down the road. <laughs> this week on Something Amazing. Hello and welcome to Something, Something Amazing. Amazing. How are you going, Matt Saracini? I'm great, Amberly Cole. How are you? Guess where we are today? Oh, uh, we're not in our CBD studio. Which means I am in... The king chair. The king chair. Feeling fine. <laughs> feeling fancy. Feeling relaxed. Yeah, it's pretty relaxed. Uh, we, we haven't been in... Well, so, if you're new to the podcast, first of all, welcome. Uh, what second, a strange one to join. Second of all, there's only two places we record this podcast. <laughs> we haven't recorded anywhere else other than those two places, yeah, have we? Yeah, live. Oh, we did the live show, of course, at Melbourne Fringe. We should do another live show. That was fun. That was really fun. Maybe we Perth Fringe. We're gonna, both going to be there. Yeah. We could do a live show. Yeah. How's, anyway. our, how's our Perth fan base? <laughs> Bank that. Well, we're both from Perth, so it might be quite large. Yeah. Well, we have friends. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's all you need. Well, those of you who have listened to the past know that this is one of the ways that me and Matt Saracini keep such a fantastic friendship, is yes. this podcast. Yes, we get together uh, once a week-ish. Mm, yep. Yep. Uh, and we tell each other something. It can be anything. Uh, a story, a news story, a made-up story. But it has to have one rule and Must one rule. Must be a story. <laughs> it can be anything, as long as it's something, something amazing. amazing. Uh, and it's been great for our friendship. Sure has. You know what else has been great for our friendship? What, Matt Saracini? Going to the next level. We, yes, for those of you who have been listening, me and Matt Saracini did recently reach a new level of friendship. So we went on like a camping trip and we're like, let's try and take our friendship to the next we level. Knew, we knew that was going to be the outcome. We knew it was a good probability. But it absolutely was the outcome. We're better friends now. Absolutely. Well, in fact, don't even listen to old episodes nah, if you are new. No. Because they were, that was the old level of friendship. No, we, this is next level. This is next level. We You'll, made it. You'll notice the subtleties. Yeah. Congratulations, Amberly, for making it to the next level. Congratulations, Matt Saracini, oh, for making it to the next around. level. Okay. 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 Fact okay. time. You have been so excited about your facts. I'm going to let you go first. So, last week, you bought me a gift, and it was probably the best fact you've ever bought, which yeah. was the story of the robo-butt. Yes. Robo-butt. Robo-butt. Fun to say. Fun to say. <laughs> say so, it. Say it with us now. Robo-butt. So, there was a guy whose job had always been... To be the butt for doctors. To, yeah, to practice, like, doing uh, prostate exams on. He was the world's number one asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a joke I didn't make last week, but I did think of it as I was editing last week's episode. So I'm, glad, I'm glad we got it in. Anyway, at the time, you said, isn't this just the perfect fact for you? And a I, perfect intersection and of you, our loves. And you said next... Wait, w- is my love butts? <laughs> <laughs> you tell me. I do love butts. So, keep, keep, keep on keeping on. So... You said next week you have to bring me something. Oh, okay. yes, yes, a gift. So, I, I found one that I think is the intersect of our two interests. Love it. Right? Did you know that people from all over the world are sending emails to Melbourne's trees? 
Really? City of Melbourne one day decided to give 70,000 trees. The city of Melbourne? Yeah, an email address. Amazing. So the reason they did this is because City of Melbourne has a big open data policy. So they're like, why don't we find out where every single tree is in Melbourne? Okay. We'll put it on this map mm. and then people can find out like what breed of tree it is. Do you say breed of tree? What type of tree it is? Yeah. They, they can um, find out when it was planted. They can find out how old it is. Cool. Or whatever. And then they were like... Well, if we've got all this data, why don't we create an email address for each tree so people can email and say, oh, this tree's looking a bit sick, needs some attention. Wait, but they're emailing the tree telling the tree they look sick or emailing Melbourne? Apparently, people from all over the world have just been emailing trees <laughs> and not just, hey, here's your condition report, yeah. but they're writing love letters, Aww. existential queries, and sometimes just like puns. I love it. So I'm going to read out some emails that yes. are sent to the trees. Um, and so this is from the ABC. You, how many trees are there in Melbourne? Uh, 70,000. And every single one has an email address. I feel it's good that the internet is infinite. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Uh, so this is, uh, this is tree number one. This one looks like it's one of those trees near the uni, like the big ones that have the, the wrapper around it oh, so the yeah, possums yeah, can't yeah. get up Love it. it. Like a big fig tree. Oh, yeah, one of them. Yeah, nice. Hi, tree. <laughs> you are just outside my work and you make me happy. Smiley face. Oh. Keep growing and keep on treeing. That is a beautiful message to a tree. I love that so much. A end of email. Next email. Dear Magnificent River Red Gum, I admire you... This is poetry already. ...every day as I walk past you on my way to and from work. You seem to have been around for some time. Is there any chance that you were here for longer than the time of white settlement? You look to me to be substantially older than any of the other trees around Princess Park. Is this true? Does this entitle you any special treatment? How treatment. old might you be? Hopefully you will outlast me in the land of the living. Oh. I am very interested to know more of your history. Regards, and hope you enjoyed the rain this weekend after such a long <laughs> dry month. Matt, I think this is my favourite fact you have ever brought. This is great. This, <laughs> this, tree, this tree as well, this is a little a tree. Oh yeah, yeah, a bit of a baby. Babe, <laughs> I'm so sorry that you're sick. Can Aww. I climb you one last time? Strip down that bark for me, baby. It'll make you feel better. Mm, that one makes me feel a little icky. <laughs> a tree creep. A treep. This one's an international email. Oh, hello. Dear Smooth Barked Apple Myrtle. Mm, yes, yeah, Smooth Bark Apple Myrtle. I am your biggest admirer. I have always wanted to meet you, but tragically, I'm stuck in New York. Oh, that'll get you. I think you are the most handsome tree of them all. Tall, with an inviting open canopy. I love to just dream of you. The smell of your clusters of white flowers, the sight of your lush, dark green foliage, and the feel of your patterned bark. You inspire me to live life to the fullest and pursue my dreams. You keep growing despite the terrible tragedies in this world. You are loved and deserve the world. Oh. Love, some person in New York. I love these. I mean, some of them do air a little bit on the side of, like, when people fall in love with inanimate objects. <laughs> but with a tree, I don't know. The you more people loving trees, the better, I think. They're just expressing their love of nature. Yeah. That's so cool. And I'm just looking at the trees I can see right now and thinking, like, 
I could send an email to any one of those trees. Exactly. There's so many out the window that I'm you can so just... I'm so glad it's in Melbourne. And then there's just these emails that are just like, I sit and walk under you and I just feel happier. That's oh. one to a Morton Bay fig. Dear English Oak, I've chosen to write to you given your proximity to the Shrine of Remembrance mm. and that your status is unknown. I write about a friend of mine who has reached an intersection in life. To the outside world, he has control. But within it, it can feel like a labyrinth with too many possible pathways, all without much clarity or light. How can I help him during this time of decision and indecision? Thank you, wise old tree. Seeking counsel from a tree? Look, but (laughs) are they... They're not going to email back. They're uh, they're trees. But imagine if it did. Imagine if you got a reply. (laughs) That's that's incredible. I love that so much. And, like, I remember I used to, like, walk around Faulkner Park, like, constantly. Like, I used to, like, go to Faulkner Park all the time. And there were certainly some trees that I felt like I had a connection with. <laughs> would I get you it. email them? I 100% would email them. I miss them. I haven't seen them in a while. This is my favorite and Especially one. if you have, like, a, I'm, a, I'm a real fan for a, a climb of a tree. As, as If anyone ever says, <laughs> let's climb a tree, I'm always a yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> like... So if, Your sense it, of childlike wonder never ends, does it? <laughs> so if there is a tree that is a good climbing tree, we can have a good time together. This one's my favourite. Mm-hmm. Hi, tree 1022794. Oh, that's how's, how's it going? I walk past you every day at uni. It's great to see you out in the sun now that the scaffolding is down around building 100. Hope it goes well with the photosynthesis. All the best. <laughs> I just love that? wishing Notice a tree. is treating you. I love wishing it's, a tree all the best. It's just like a like casual office combo, <laughs> but with a tree. That's great. So yeah, there's all of these emails with the trees. I could go on for ages. But can I, I tell won't. you what makes a great date as well? Climbing a tree and kissing in that tree. I do it on most dates I go on. If I'm honest. Did, what was the last bit? Kissing a tree. C- kissing in a tree. Oh, it's very nice. Like K I S S I N G. Yeah, literally that. Wow. <laughs> that that nursery rhyme had some good advice. <laughs> I've never seen this one before. Hi, Tree. You live outside my window. I love you. Oh, That's it. <laughs> I love it. Because how can you not love a tree? What happens when a tree gets cut down and what happens when a tree gets planted? Are they on it? Yeah. T- tree cut down, you send an email, it bounces and you're, yeah, you're sad. Like, oh, damn it. That tree's gone. Uh, when they put up a new tree, I guess they get a new email address. Yeah. Dear Mr. and Mrs. Eucalyptus, thank you for cleaning and producing our air. I was wondering, what animal spreads your seeds? Is it an animal? I would love it if you replied. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Matt. Yes. That fact is something something amazing. amazing. I thought you'd like it. I love it so much. I feel like it also segues in very well because, did you know, this week we have... Uh-oh. Mailbag. Coming down (laughs) the corner. It's Paul and Dave. Dave. Paul and Dave. Dave has a new intern who's <laughs> coming with him to bring the mail. Why is it such a male-based job? I don't know. We'll get a female intern next. It's female. the mailbag. Female bag. Very good. Thank you. If you want to email us, uh, email hello something amazing at gmail.com. Now, you may think, why don't we get our own domain? Like, hello at somethingamazing.com.au. We just haven't. We just went to Gmail and got a free one. So, you know what's something I did recently? What? I did put my email into like a form mm. and instead of writing uh, my email at gmail.com, I wrote my email at email.com. <laughs> so <laughs> and it's I, it, was, you, it was unsuccessful. <laughs> you'll never see that email again. I'll never again. see that. Anyway, so this is from Matt Killick. 
Well, I believe is, is definitely, he definitely is a long-time fan because he came to our live show. Mm-hmm. And I believe he sent us an email before. It's a, it's a simple email. It just says space robot. Oh, good. And I mean, then, and uh, 100% then in. has a YouTube video. So, I figure we'll watch the YouTube video. Yeah, you haven't seen this. No. Space. It says three to six minutes is the main bit, but the whole lead up is great. Okay. I'm in. I'll make sure I put this link in the episode description. So, you can watch it along with us or you can just go back and watch it later. Yeah. Experiences with us. Come on a journey. Let's do it. Space robot. Simon, wake up. <laughs> I'm waiting for your commands. Hello, what's your name? My name is Simon. Simon, where do you come from? I'm from Friedrichshafen at the Lake of Constance. It's a nice place. Simon, what can you do for me? I always aim to improve my performance. For that, I will send the survey answers after each experiment down to Earth. But we can also do some small talk, if you want to. Simon, tell me something about space. Twice during Mercury's orbit, it gets so close to the sun and speeds so much that the sun seems to go backwards in the sky. And I'm ready to let him fly. Okay, so we're in a spaceship and an astronaut has a little robot. It's a very pleasant face. <laughs> it's just a Simon, face on a ball. Simon, do a positive yaw by 90 degrees. Is it controlling the spaceship? Haven't we learnt from every single <laughs> movie that this positive is not a good idea? <laughs> I guess it can work in anti-gravity, is the other cool thing. I think most Very things good. work in no gravity. Really? Except I waterfalls. Happy you like it. <laughs> Simon, can you help me with the procedure? Which one of the procedures do you want to do? So this is like a cobot, so like a robot that help helps with a human. Help me with the epocrystallization procedure. The required equipment is shown on the screen. Are you ready to start? It's weird seeing a floating robot in space, mm, so... It yes. is a bit... <laughs> just because of every movie that's ever the existed about this topic. crystallization of charged particles demonstrates the charging of nylon and Teflon particles after shaking. Now we can start the main experiment. So the robot's just giving instructions on what the astronaut what needs to do, do in his job. Mm. Sorry. I am just a robot. Aww. I don't know everything you mention. <laughs> this is how they get you, though. Make you feel sorry for Show me the for next him. step, please. Start recording on both camcorders. Please tell me if you want to open the referenced procedure. Okay, this is three minutes now. Cancel procedure. Really cancel the procedure? Yes. Closing the current procedure. Simon, play my favorite song. Here we go. Yay, I like your favorite hits too. Come on, Eileen. There we go. That's your favorite song? What is this? (laughs) 
He's playing the man machine by Kraftwerk. Very uh, fitting. Very, very good. Very fitting. I don't know if we can put this on the podcast without having to pay copyright. This is for the purposes of education. <laughs> oh, he shook him. Please stop playing music. Hey. <laughs> Very good. Thanks for that. Ready for next step. He's got such a sweet face. Simon, take a video stream with your front camera. He looks like a mully grub. Ah, now I get the robot's view. I'm yeah. taking a video with the front camera now. Okay, I cool. can see the video. I'm seeing along those favorite hits. But he's still in the he's still in uh, music mode. Cancel music. I love music. You can dance too. Oh, oh now it's stopping oh, working. Favorite hits incoming. <laughs> Sorry, I Cancel can't let music. you do that, Dave. <laughs> we must dance. He really likes the music. Yeah, I understand that. I will not turn your oxygen back on until you dance. <laughs> to the music. I understood I love you some like hits. the music. I understand that. I I did shake it before. But he's already playing a video That's stream. That's what you get for shaking it. I mean, he's it. showing the video stream, but still talking about Oh, music. no, it's not working. Yes. Also, he was a bit this close to wrong. deck. I'll put him back in the, in the center of the cabin. But actually, he appears to like the the deck position better because he he's likes. starting to fly back down towards the deck. Wait. <laughs> Wait, what? What? <laughs> I am nice. He's accusing me of not being nice. Oh, oh dear. No, this no, is going no, bad. No. Cool. How else can I He just do doesn't know me when I'm not nice. Ah, don't say that. Don't let him hear that. He hears all. All right, I think he's got he's uh, drifting back towards the center of the cabin again why are they acting as though he has preferences Don't he's saying like he can move on his own he's actually uh, floating there by himself so I don't oh. want to disturb him right now yeah don't disturb him run run don't be so mean run they're in space <laughs> I'm, I'm not mean <laughs> he's telling me I'm mean oh dear I feel you I can already hear your stomach roaring. He's a bit sensitive we today. Take a look for when it is time for food. And he's hungry. He, he tells me he's right, hungry. It's <laughs> it's, he's yeah, hungry. It's, it's lunchtime. He's telling so. them that what they're mean <laughs> and deciding where he wants to go. This is strangely gripping, just seeing this astronaut. Please stop recording. <laughs> try and deal with this robot in space. Okay. This rogue robot. This will be shown in lectures as when when robots uh, go bad. Really you really you should have known. Great knew. demonstration. I uh, really like the flying. The, the attitude hold when it's switched it on is actually quite nice. Thanks again to all the engineers involved and uh, wish you all the best with uh, that data to work on those systems to improve them in even more. <laughs> Focus and, on uh, improving. Hand over yeah, let's, let's to take it out of space. Munich, I would say. Let's put it in a more safe place. Wow, well, Matt, thank you so much for that. Well, thank you for that email and thank you for that video. Um, there was some more text. The subject of the email is space robot mm -hmm. and then his first line is space robot. Then mm -hmm. he's had put the link in and underneath he has written space robot. Okay, thank you, Matt. Thank, thank, you, so <laughs> thank you for the space robot. If you would like to share something with us, uh, hello something amazing at gmail.com. Uh, we love getting emails and we love, love getting 
something amazing from you as well. Now, Amberly, you haven't done something amazing yeah, yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get there. I get there. Okay. Did you know that the ancient Greeks preferred small penises as it was thought a man with a large penis was um, a barbarous half-animal with no self-control, while a man with a small penis was smarter and closer to the wisdom of the gods. So when you see a lot of those uh, statues of the ancient Greeks, etc., quite often their penises are quite little, but that's it on purpose. Wait, wait, are they little penises? Yes. I, I, um... Hey... I, uh, I've always been quite jealous of those statues. But that's, is, but that's quite good, isn't it? You're not barbarous. <laughs> you're not a half animal. It means you're more in touch with God. Isn't yeah. that nice? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I've said too much. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they have these beautiful bodies and these small penises. If you were wondering why that was the case. I was. Um, also helps you with sport in general. Like, if you're going to be doing sport naked, which they would do. <laughs> Small penis, better. I'm proud of you for bringing that along. I just wanted everyone to feel a little bit better. (laughs) Hey, Amberly. Yeah. You know how we've spoken about lab-grown meat and how... Yeah, and how I'm I'm up for it. I mean, I don't want to eat it, but I'm happy that it exists. Yeah, because you're a vegan and I am a meat eater, but if Mm. I could eat meat without having to kill an animal, then that would be great. Yeah, perfect. Um, Win-win. So, I watched this video this week that was from the Wall Street Journal, and it was a program called Upstream, and it was basically this guy going around and finding out where the state of the art is for lab-grown meat. Yeah. So, the first thing he had was like a chicken nugget, and what they do is they take tissue sample from a living animal, Yeah. Um, they take the stem cells from the tissue sample, then they squirt it in this nutrient-dense serum, which encourages the stem cells to multiply. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> Then those cells are fed with, like, proteins. Which let's just in- skip the middleman and let's all just have some nutrients-dead serum. <laughs> but then those cells, uh, they turn into muscles and fat cells by mm-hmm. themselves and then they put it in a cultivator, wait a while, and then they get a mass of cells that is meat. Yep. And then they eat those ma- mass of cells. I mean, if you break down anything that much, it sounds disgusting, but... <laughs> It's a very good thing. So, there was this startup called Just, J-U-S-T, and it made chicken nuggets Mm. out of that, and that used to be the state of the art. But in breaking news, out of Tel Aviv, which is in Israel, there's a startup called Aleph Farms that reckon they've cracked the holy grail, which is they've made a steak. Wowza. Because it's fine to go, oh, look, here's a chicken nugget. Yeah, like it's like making a fake sausage, a chicken nugget. Like, they're hardly meat to begin with. Yeah, but how do you get, like, the texture and the taste of of a steak? Yeah. And so- people are very particular about their steaks. And so they've done it. So it, at the moment, it doesn't make a lot of sense cost-wise because it costs about 50 bucks a piece. Yeah. And the piece is about the size of a credit card. I can't imagine it tastes better. I meant it just tastes the same. Oh, well, the journalist who tasted it said he reckons it's about 60 to 70% of the way there. Okay. Taste and flavor-wise. And he said, it's not the best steak I've ever tasted, but it passes. Okay. So... We're getting there. And, yeah. like, you know, when you think about climate change, land use, energy use, water use, yeah. there's just so many advantages for this, except maybe if you're a farmer and your livelihood is meat. Yeah, th- maybe you can farm some peaches. <laughs> <laughs> and then now there's all this discussion of whether the word meat can be used. Yeah. Like, does the word meat mean it actually came from an animal? Well, yeah, because I had a friend who was actually working uh, here with, for something and they wanted to call it clean meat. And they were like, you can't call it clean meat because that implies that other meat is called dirty, dirty meat. meat. But there was also something that happened recently where they're able to say that milk is inhumane now. Why? 
that I mean, there was a, a court case, and now they're allowed to say that milk as a substance is inhumane. Wow. To cows. There you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and because there was also a thing saying, because the milk industry didn't want, um, like, soy milk and nut milks to be allowed to be called milk. Oh, wow. They lost. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> we can fine. call it milk. We can milk a nut. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> So, yeah, I just thought it was really interesting because it was the first time I've seen an actual lab-grown meat. Yeah. And look like a steak and he served it with all these veggies and sauces and stuff. And I was like, that's impressive. I, I just hope that in my lifetime I get to taste some. Oh, I reckon definitely. I'm glad you're excited. When people are like put their nose up at it, I'm a bit like, well, but come it's, on. It's meat. It's meat. Like on the cellular it just, level. It just it's means meat. that something hasn't died. Yeah, that's good. I think it's less weird. That's good in every direction. Have you uh, seen that video of um someone made a steak? It's like an out of a watermelon. It looks so realistic. It obviously does not taste like a steak, but it's just the look of it, like how they've cooked this watermelon looks exactly like a steak. It's so cool. Well, I went to Heston Blumenthal's That's restaurant. right, meat fruit. Meat fruit, and it looks like a fruit, yeah. and it was meat, which is kind of the opposite of what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was so delicious. Yeah, cool. Um, do you have one more fact? We're nearly out of time. Okay, so. I'll just do a quick one then. I have a theme today, um, if you can guess what it is. <laughs> is it dicks? Kind of. In <laughs> 2001, Honda prepared to release a car called the Fit, or in European markets, the Fita, unaware that in Swedish the word translates to a vulgar term for vagina. <laughs> the slogan would have been the all-new Fita, small on the outside, big on the inside. <laughs> it was renamed the Jazz before release. That's what the Honda Jazz is? Yep. Wow. Almost was the vagina. The vagina, the yeah. Honda vagina. Yeah. Wow. Uh, thank you for your genital-based facts this week. You got the theme. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there anything you'd recommend? Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. I would recommend being happy with your body, whatever whatever way, shape <laughs> or form you are. Love your flaws because that's going to be someone else's ideal. I recommend going to Melbourne City Council's Urban Forest Visual, finding your favourite tree and sending in an email. I recommend climbing a tree and having a kiss in it. Actually, I recommend just saying all the best to a tree. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) When else do you get to do that? They say if you, I mean, they say, the hippies say that if you (laughs) talk to your plants at home, it helps them. Do you do that? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> do you think I do that? Yes. Of Knowing me. I, of course I do. I've gone down a deep hole of um, hippiness this year. And yeah, of course I talk to my plants. <laughs> I recommend uh, making like Matt and emailing us in. At, not you, Matt. Yeah, I know. Matt Killick. Yeah, I know. Uh, emailing us in at hello something amazing at gmail.com with any facts or videos or anything you want to show us. We'll definitely watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I recommend uh, telling your mates about this podcast. It's nearly the year end for us. Uh, But if not, have a great time. All the best. We love you. (laughs) And that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Goodbye. (laughs) 